Hello and welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and in this issue cover story author Naini Thakur takes a look at Dixon Technologies a leading electronics manufacturer and what makes it tick. Hi Naini, thanks for joining in. Hi Abhishek, good morning. Thanks thanks for this. Dixon Technologies is not exactly a household name. How did you chance upon it? It's been around for a while and uh, if you take a look at the share prices they've been doing reasonably well and what what does it do? To be very honest, I did not know of um, this company because manufacturing isn't a beat that I track uh, very regularly. I uh, bumped into Sunil Vachani um, who was part of our World Billionaire list which comes out which came out a couple of months back and um, I mean he was I think the debutant for this year as in 2022 and and I just thought that this is this is kind of interesting um and let me look look at him and look at you know what he does so that's when I came across Dixon Technologies and you know surprisingly it is a household name for many many of these businesses um like you know you've read the story and you would know that they have clients you know wearing from Philips and Panasonic to Samsung and Xiaomi you know? So for them, uh, it is Dixon is almost um, a household name. And for anyone you ask, you know, especially people who cover the electronics manufacturing space, uh, they are probably the biggest that we have in India, uh, which is, I think, you know, a, a great credit. And to answer the second part of your question, which is what is it that they do? They produce uh, electronics ranging from consumer electronics to home appliances to surveillance systems, possibly everything that you can think of. Um, and of course, Uh, mobile phones for various clients so the clients as in the the brands that we know are these guys that i just mentioned motorola philips all of those guys so they manufacture uh, products for them so essentially it's a b2b kind of a service that they provide i think you you interviewed uh, uh, him for the piece and uh, i quote he wanted to start something on his own uh, is what his passion was and uh, he started off by setting up a factory for cordless telephones yeah. back in 8990 this is exactly what he what he said that you know he's always uh, as soon as he came back from london he wanted to do something of his own so before he could even um, you know get any form of formal training he just jumped right into it and set up this company and of course for obvious reasons it he made a lot of mistakes and the company didn't do well and i also feel like the time you know that time wasn't the right time when he set this up because i feel this was pre liberalization and there was just a lot of at policy level there were a lot of hurdles that he had to face so it didn't do well um and then of course he shut it down and i think he also realized that he needed some formal training in the space of electronics which is when then he shut that you know business down and he went back to his father's business and got quite a bit of training at western which was at that point you know an iconic brand so you're right back in 8990 uh, it must have been a little ahead of its times because uh, i remember walking 2 kilometers up to the nearest pco to give a call to someone who was within the city or outside yeah, and it yeah. it cost a bomb anyway and the cordless phones actually started coming in a few years down the line and which was a the luxury of sorts that ah this house has even has a cordless phone yeah, exactly. uh, so that was a little later though yeah definitely so i feel like it was a very different time and maybe the timing and just you know everything just didn't work out and and right and i think the the second time he started when he finally you know went up to us and decided that he wants to you know again get into electronics manufacturing and start manufacturing for other brands is when i think he had learned a lot from of course his first stint and you know training at his father's business the space of manufacturing is uh, 
anyway terribly competitive. For instance, uh, in in his case, uh, he's been manufacturing things like uh, cathode ray tubes, the the older version of the television sets, then DVDs. Now these are all relics of the past. How do they keep up with technology uh, when it becomes obsolete? And how uh, challenging is it for them to move on to the next thing, or is it not as big a deal as uh, it appears to the layman then? No, it definitely is very, very important, and I think that's one of the reasons why uh, Dixon is as big of a company as it is today, and you know they have the number of clients that they do even now because it's very important to keep up with these uh, constantly changing technologies, essentially. And and this is exactly what he mentioned that you know I mean we invest heavily into R and D, heavily into investment, and heavily into technology. So. um i think that's one of the main reasons why they are where they are today which is you know the number one ems players in india uh, at this point and you know i visited the factory that they have in in noida which manufactures mobile phones and uh, you know i happened to we were on on one floor it was just one floor and that entire floor which was manufacturing um, the pcbs which is the the motherboards of mobile phones that entire factory was completely automated so every single person who was there was just basically doing quality checks and that's it otherwise everything was entirely done by uh, machines and it was a huge case so you know uh, that clearly is an indication of the fact that they're heavily heavily investing in um, automation and in technology and r&d you know how do they differentiate themselves in a crowded market which as things stand manufacturing is about commoditization meaning you you keep belting the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. is speed their differentiation is it cost speed i wouldn't be very sure of or maybe it is that but i think that might be the case with most most guys i think what stands out for them potentially would be their quality because uh, i think they heavily ensure and they have been since the, the the very first day um in in ensuring that every single product that is out there is of the best quality i else would they have you know almost 60 plus customers and not just in india across right you're not they're, they're making in india but they're not just selling in india they're selling all across the world um, so the exports is a, is a massive part of their business too do they also have ambitions of uh... setting up their own brands i suppose uh, he uh, did experiment by ha- setting up a private label or or a brand from uh, his own stable yeah. was that more of an experiment i'm not sure if it did well i mean i think uh, i spoke to mr vajhani about it twice and both times you know he was he was very clear that dixon will never have a brand of its own it's a mistake that they made is what he says um but it's something that they never want to repeat and you know it's right for us to assume that they want to move into the branded space because for obvious reasons a lot of uh, ems players in the past started that way they started with manufacturing then they set up their own brands and then i think um, they really grew as brands uh, but with dixon uh, mr vachani feels that you know the core of the company is manufacturing and basically being behind the brands and they never want to be competitors with their customers simply put that is something that is kind of set in stone for everyone their entire core team and in fact you know the the two years when they had this brand he feels that that put them behind a couple of years and their competition went ahead uh, quite a bit so he feels that that's a mistake that they never want to make at least for as long as uh, he stays he's around in the company as well. so yeah how did you find the work culture to be because it's a manufacturing outfit again cost competitiveness is something that is part of uh, any manufacturer's uh, core 
as such. So it's is, is it ruthless or did you get a chance to you know probe him on that? Um, so yeah, you know, I mean, cost is something that I mean, it's it's a very frugal cost structure that they have. They're super cost conscious, like I mentioned in the story as well. They were making money from the very first quarter uh, that they started selling, which is can you I mean imagine something like that happening today in the startup world that we're in? It's it's actually <laughs> impossible. I mean, when they told me that you know we we were profitable in the first quarter, I was shocked because that's not something that we see very often today. Any strategic decision that they make, I think they're always keeping their costs in mind and ensuring that it doesn't take a hit uh, especially to their to their pnl and balance sheets you know as far as startups that you uh, referred to i think it's unfashionable to make money too soon <laughs> people might actually yeah. start suspecting that ha ah, something must be wrong here they aren't burning money or vc money exactly i think they found it really funny that i found it shocking that they made <laughs> money but uh, yeah i mean from the time i've been reporting on companies uh, for, for me this is this is very new to see a company which made made money back then when they started and, and and the last one then where do they go from here what are some of their expansion plans uh, it appears that they have they have a couple of joint ventures in mind or where do they uh, go from here yeah so you know i mean they have a lot um happening i feel like uh, and this is exactly what analysts the investors and you know the founders themselves mention which is that I mean, Dixon is just getting started, and uh, you know they have plans to essentially move majorly into the design-led manufacturing space, which is again something that India doesn't have too much overplay, or they haven't uh, been doing too much in that space. So mm-hmm. that is one section uh, where they will start designing their own products, refrigerators. That's a space that they aren't in yet. Mm. But they're moving into that. They have a bunch of joint ventures with uh, Bharti Airtel for telecom hardware manufacturing. Then they have one with Regzim for, uh, again, um, printed circuit boards for air conditioners, then security systems uh, with CP, CP Plus, which is already happening. And the one space that they're very excited about is the hearables and wearables in the smartwatches space, uh, which is their tie-up with Boat. You know, the vision of the company is that... Uh, Dixon has to be uh, the top five global EMS players in the industry, and Dixon has to be the most respected brand in in the in the country and in the world. It's like something like you know that when the brand becomes generic, like you know when you talk about tissues, it's Kleenex, right? When you talk about so, whenever people think of outsourcing, they should think of Dixon. That's what I want to do. Uh, so I think there are a lot of new products that are happening that, that, that they're moving into. There's, of course, design-led manufacturing um, and, and they want to, you know, of course, uh, simultaneously move deeper into their existing clients' uh, portfolios as well. So lots uh, to look forward to. Lovely. We'll uh, look forward to uh, reading more about it if they come up with something more interesting or uh, something that is, if there is something new to cover. And Nani, thank you so much for your time on this podcast. Thank you so much, Abhishek. It was lovely speaking to you. Thank you. Likewise. And all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com, on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google Podcasts, or any other app that you use to download podcasts. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 51818.